You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking about how you can name your holistic business. Now this is something that's not just an issue for new practitioners, although that tends to be where it starts, but also I'm finding more and more existing practitioners are starting to have to revisit the name that they've chosen for their business because it no longer fits. So I thought it'd make a great topic to cover on the podcast. Now, when you start off as a practitioner, deciding what you're going to call yourself can be challenging because along with deciding your name come up a lot of fears. There are fears about, will using my name make me look too small? Will somebody want to pay me if they know it's just me? There are all those sorts of things that tend to go on. And there's also the belief that if you have a business name, it makes you look bigger than you actually are, or more professional or more established. So often there's this pressure that you've got to have this fancy name and it can become really complicated and just deciding a name can keep people stuck. So I'd always suggest before you do anything, in terms of deciding what you're going to call yourself is start with the end in mind. Start with what you want to achieve from your business because that will give you a good steer towards what sort of name you should choose. So when it comes to your vision for your business, how do you see it moving? Do you want to always work as a practitioner? Is that what you see yourself doing forevermore? Is actually working with clients as a practitioner? Or do you want to build a business that you can eventually sell? Do you want to build something that's a big asset that you can then sell on for a profit? And just think about how you want your business to look in maybe five years time. What sort of business is it? How is it going to evolve? What are your plans for it? Because having an idea about this is going to help you to name it in a way that is useful for it. As a practitioner, personal connection is key and it doesn't matter whether you come up with a really fancy business name or whether you work under your own personal brand. It's still about connection and people will want to work with you because of you, because of who you are and because of the work that you do and the results you help them achieve. So even if you create a brand name, You're going to have to be visible, especially at first, while you build that. So you're going to be an intrinsic part of that brand because you're the one that your clients will connect with. So why would you work under your own name? Well, firstly, it's probably the easiest way to work. It's the simplest way to set up a brand. And you're going to be creating that brand based on you, the services you offer and the clients that you help. And using your name, it's just going to help you to stand out, really, because there's no one else going to be using it. So it's going to make you original. And it's about that connection. People buy people. So using your name will help people to connect with you. It's also going to make it easier for you to decide what your brand stands for, because 
actually it's going to be intrinsically linked to who you are as a person. So you can just concentrate on being you. And I think one of the bonuses of actually building a brand under your own name means that as you evolve, as the work you do evolves and the services you offer change, your brand will move with you. It's not going to stop and start because you're suddenly doing something differently. It's part of you and it's part of what you offer. So it's a much more flexible option. And you find that so many practitioners start off with one niche or one discipline and then they change. They'll change their niche. They'll pick up an extra niche or they'll add to the disciplines and add new approaches in. And maybe what they've decided in the first place for their brand no longer fits. Whereas if you use your name, that's not going to be an issue. And it just saves you starting again with all of your marketing. So that's got to be a bonus. So when I started working as a practitioner and I started also helping other practitioners, I decided to set up two separate brands. I thought it would keep things easier for my clients, make it easier to understand if I separated them. And actually, in hindsight, all it did was make life complicated for myself because I ended up having to think about everything that I was doing. I had two websites. I had two emails. I had everything was just duplicated and it just made a huge amount more work for me. And actually, a couple of years ago, realizing this, I changed back to being a personal brand and just working under my name because ultimately I'm one person. And these are just different facets of what I do and who I am. So it makes it much easier for me to actually work to market myself because I'm just me. If you want to create a business name, there's nothing stopping you. And it could help you appear to be larger than you are. But a good point with it is if you're working or partnering with other practitioners, it's good to have a brand name between you rather than it be under one name or the other or joint names because that just makes it complicated. It's also a really good idea to have a business name if you intend to sell your business. If you want to build a clinic or build a business of some description that you want to sell in the future, actually you want that brand to stand alone and operate without you. A business will be much more attractive to a buyer if it isn't dependent on your name and it can run without you. Unless you're absolutely sure about your niche, don't name your business after it because you might change your mind. You might change who you want to work with. Your client group might change for numerous reasons. And if you've named your your business after it, you're going to have trouble because you're going to have to start all of your marketing from scratch. So I'd say unless you're totally sure that that is the right niche for you, don't name your business after it. And in the same light, I'd probably avoid naming my business after my discipline too, because again, you might change the way you work, you might add to it, you might add new services and what fitted at the start no longer fits for your business. And this is something I see happening quite a lot with established practitioners. So word of advice, if you're starting out, don't name your business after your discipline either. 
But ultimately, there is no right or wrong way to name your business. It's up to you. If I was starting over again, personally, I'd start with a personal brand and I'd work on building that from the beginning because it allows me that flexibility to evolve and to grow as a brand as opposed to stopping and starting. Do what's right for you, but do think about how you're going to do it and how your business evolves. So like I said, start with the end in mind. Start with what you see your vision for your business as. And if this is something you're struggling with, why don't you book a discovery call with me and find out how I can help you. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And I'll also put a link to a podcast on setting the vision for your business. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, for a full blog post, show notes and links, go to helenharding.co.uk. Go over to the blog and podcast section. And this is podcast 81. And if you're listening on an app, simply scroll down below the artwork and you'll find the notes and the links there. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate it if you followed or subscribed and took a couple of minutes to leave me a review because it's going to help this show to get found. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.